It's almost time for Jam Session. Right, Amanda? Right. But first, there's some important work on TheRinger.com that we need you to know about. And that is the final bracket that you'll need to read this bracket season is it, from Andrew Godadaro. It may be also the only bracket that you read this season, and that's okay. You don't have to be a sports fan to appreciate the definitive Leonardo DiCaprio baseball hat bracket. Andrew did a lot of research, and he made a bracket of Leo wearing 64 different hats. And he determined a winner with extre- extremely detailed photo research. And analysis. And I just analysis. have to say, I learned a lot about baseball hats while editing this piece. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's a masterwork, and I recommend that you check it out. Check it out. Ringer.com. Andrew Gutadaro on Leonardo DiCaprio wearing baseball hats. Leonardo DiCaprio wearing baseball caps. Wow. Yes. Shout out wow. to Kate Nibbs. She's yeah. the one who realized that. Some wordplay. Um, check it out. And now let's get into jam session. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. A lot to cover. A lot's happened in the last two weeks. Yes. We're going to talk about, of course, the breakup of Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan. We have insights. We have insights. We're going to talk about a a new relationship, the new best friendship (laughs) of Chris Hemsworth and Matt Damon, and also the state of Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss. And I also have a personal reveal that I'd like to share with you later, Amanda. This is great. I don't know what it is. Total surprise. I think I'm building it up a little too much, but okay. it's just something that I've been thinking about a lot and wanted to get your take on. A jam session surprise. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. But first, also a surprise and also really not funny, but so shocking that my um, initial reaction is like towards levity. We are going to talk about the Nexium sex cult that has come to the fore in recent weeks. It's an extremely bizarre Story, yes, that it, disbelief and kind of trying to process the more peculiar elements are the, are the prevailing emotions. Yes, Just, and I, I will say, like, if at any point I do laugh, it's simply out because I'm uncomfortable or shocked, and not because I find any of this funny. It's hard to wrap your mind around. Yes, so let's just start from the beginning. Yes. There's a cult. It's called Nexium. Yes, it, actually, let's not say it's a cult, although it is. Um, it's like <laughs> a, it's like an organization based in Albany, New York, spelled. N-X-I-V-M, and it's pronounced Nexium. And it has a Wikipedia page, and could I just read the Wikipedia description I would love for you to. This is literally, I'm looking at Wikipedia, which is a website I love. Nexium is a multi-level marketing organization that offers personal and professional development seminars. That's sentence one. Here's sentence two. Based in Albany County, New York, Nexium was founded in 1998 by Keith Rainier, News reports and former members have referred to Nexium as a cult. So a multi a multi-level marketing organization, which just frankly, that is a suspicious term all its own. Yeah. Uh, if you're asking me. But the basic gist of this seems to be that Keith Rainier is mm-hmm. a man who started some sort of self-help program, shell company. Sure. And then within that company. Or within those teaching seminars or kind of the message that he is sending out to the world, managed to institute something that sure looks like a cult. Yes. Revolving around sexual practices. And then within that, there was a secret sorority within the cult-like organization that was headed up by Allison Mack from Smallville. From Smallville. So this is all— that is multi-layered. Yes. Not a lot of marketing, though. And this is all still rumored. Um, Keith Rainier was arrested last week, I believe, in Mexico. Yes. And charged with sex trafficking. Allison Mack has been identified by former members, and there are a lot of rumors swirling around it. But you and I 
had been following this story a bit on Blind Gossip. Yes, it's been on Blind Gossip for quite a while. Yeah, Most of the story, and the reason it was there is because of um, Allison Mack's involvement because they cover celebrities. And she, Tasama is a celebrity. I actually have never seen Smallville myself. I think I caught a couple episodes. It's the one WB show I skipped. Yeah. I don't do superheroes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'd certainly gotten a lot of national prominence in the yes. past week between the arrest and her involvement. Yeah. And so Blind Gossip doesn't say this explicitly, but they imply that um, there could be some legal action coming against her mm-hmm. soon. And um, if you go back if you go back and, and you look at some of their old posts about that's like referring to a yes. cult, it seems like they're about Nexium. Yes. And certainly all of the guesses are about Allison Mack, or yes. many of them. The thing that's so crazy about this is that it's been going on a long time, and there's been articles about it for years. Vanity Fair wrote, Vanity Fair UK wrote a long feature about the involvement of two of the Seagram heiresses, uh, Claire and Sarah Bronfman, who are kids of Edgar Bronfman Sr., who started Seagram, or the, the former Seagram's uh, chairman, billionaire philanthropist, and they are half-sisters of Edgar Jr., who's chairman of the Warner Music Group and the mm-hmm. father of Hannah Bronfman, who's been discussed on this very podcast. She has. And they gave, they like emptied their trust funds allegedly mm-hmm. and gave like $100 million to basically to finance many of Keith Rainier's pursuits, um, mostly like real estate purchases and just like other like extravagant expenses that he encountered as part of this organization. Yes. And the reason their involvement kind of came to light was because they, they got extorted in 2010. Basically, this was after arranging a trip by the Dalai Lama yes. to Albany yes. in order to speak at one of the organization's <laughs> events. And apparently, people knew that it was like that they were like in this secret organization, but no one really knew what happened, how it was happening. So, per Vanity Fair, their father, Edgar Sr., like is the one who intervened because he was so worried about them and about the money. So, this all happens in 2010. Yes. But Nexium keeps going. Yes. And apparently, within it, a sorority emerges. Yes. I guess a secret one. Yes. And within that, there's like a branding to be, the initiation includes a branding where you have two, two sets of initial, like almost like the Dodgers logo. Right. But yes. inter, intersecting yeah. letters. It's either KR for Keith Rainier mm-hmm. or Allison Mack. And there's pretty gruesome pictures of, of yes. it on the Daily Beast, which right. you could look at. And so then I believe October of last year, the New York Times wrote a very long yeah. piece about... The kind of branding sorority aspects of Nexium, which kind of started the second wave of investigation into Keith Rainier and his group of followers, it would seem. Yes. And the last week has sort of been the culmination of that investigation. Right. And initially there wasn't a lot of legal action because everything seemed consensual, if shady. Yes. But now they have sex trafficking exactly. um, crimes for him. And there's just a lot of wild allegations. Like, for example— um, Kristen Kruk, who was also on Smallville, had to come out and say she was not involved, or she came right. out and said she was not involved because it was she was accused of helping to um, recruit people alongside Allison Mack. Yes. Um, she says that she took some of the classes but was not involved in any of the secret society within it. Is right. that my is my understanding of that correct? Yes. Yeah. And, and then also Nikki Klein from Battlestar Galactica is also rumored to be in, affiliated with this. Okay. Um, and it's just it's just really fucking weird. <laughs> it's really strange. There are a lot of questions. It, it's certainly, there seems to be a certain subset of kind of WB Hollywood or a certain yeah. 
generation of people who are involved in this, which I have a lot of questions about since this is based in Albany. Yeah, I know. It's like they like moved them, like they like would take they would like take people up yeah. there for these seminars. Like yeah. I think that's part of the reason also why it probably went kind of under the radar of for course. a while. Yeah. Because it wasn't in like yeah. New York or LA or something like that. And the New York Times piece is really interesting because it interviews a lot of people who were kind of involved with Nexium on a more self-help plus. Right. And so it's similar to, yeah. to other classic or essentially the archetype of cults preying on people yes. who feel vulnerable or weak or, or looking like, for look, help and guidance yeah. and yeah. yeah. Um and 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 coming up with like a community, fake or not, or you know, forced or not, I guess is a better way of putting it. Um they're they were like providing that by like, you know, is saying it's a sorority or whatever. Exactly. But it's just I think the thing about this that's interesting for me is that you're not used to this sort of cult behavior in plain sight. I mean, mm-hmm. or I'm not. I like I'm literally looking at the Nexium website right now, which is just working to build a better world. And it's kind of like a um corporate marketing anodyne. There's a picture of like a sunset and you can take classes to be a better self. And it just really seems like a marketing organization. It's very bizarre to have that that shell for these types of behaviors. It's not what it's not what we expect. It's not wild, wild country. It's not no. the Manson family. It's not. Yeah. It's like fairly mainstream. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a secret chapter within like a mainstream organization, basically. Right. It reminds me a lot of a cult on um Nano 210 that that Kelly almost got sucked <laughs> into when she was in college. Um, the other thing that's that's similar to some of the, like other more familiar organizations is that there's this guy Frank Perlato who mm-hmm. used to be a part of it mm-hmm. who now has a kind of like a whistle whistleblower blog, mm-hmm. although it's not a whistleblower because it's public called the Frank File, the Frank Report, mm-hmm. and it reminds me of um, Tony Ortega who, yes. who left Scientology and yes. has like a blog basically kind of chronically everything they do, and it's it's very similar, and it seems like his reports are are essential to kind of, like, moving forward the investigation, like, shedding light on what's actually happening, because otherwise it would be really hard to know. Uh, totally. I, I think that you're drawing some important parallels that I also had in the back of my mind while reading this stuff. Yeah, and that's not to say anything about Scientology. Exactly. But, but it's just a sort of, like, in terms of giving a context for how to understand what this organization is, that's how we have a lot of this information. Is yeah. from is not only from the legal investigations and the Times, but from this one guy who was very familiar with it because he was— he was a part of it. Yes. Um, and he even says that, like, uh, the, sort of the the sex part of it is that th- there would be, like, a master-slave relationship that he describes where the slaves were typically women and they, like, had to be available at all times to, like, respond to Rainier or whatever. And if he didn't, like, he would, like, spank them using a paddle or something. There's just a lot of, like, classical tropes all thrown together here to make a very perverse organization. Absolutely. It's a lot of classical tropes. And then in an Albany self-help yeah. organization, it's it's really, really bizarre with the actress from Smallville, which is just kind of, it does feel like Mad Libs in a way. But it's it's fascinating. It's very weird. Absolutely. The other thing is... There was, like, another, like, organization within it, which is, like, a women's, like, writing group, like, a seminar called Jane S. And there are videos of Allison Mack, like, endorsing Jane S, like, on Vimeo, like, how great it is. Like, in some ways, this was so brazen. I think that's the other thing that is so fascinating. It's This has been in the public eye for a very long time, and just everyone had different pieces of the information, and no one really put it together until very recently, it seems. Yeah. 
It's really crazy. I think the guy also kind of looks like the, the cult leader from um, Men Who Do One Know, which is sort of throwing me off. I don't know. I find this whole thing really disturbing and just obviously— I mean, it's objectively disturbing. Yes. I don't really have a lot to, like, add to it, except that I hope that that everyone is brought down who deserves to be brought down. Absolutely. I would agree with that. And I don't know. Why does, why do so many cults intersect with Hollywood? I guess it's just because it's a— The money. Well, the money and the insecurity, I think, also, to— mm-hmm. And the— uh, Delusions of grandeur. If you really—if you want to make it in Hollywood, you really have to believe in greatness and— Fame and like a a mythology, yeah. And also, you you get told no to no a lot, right. like a lot. This is a lot so of yeses. So I think that that intersects in interesting ways. It's really bonkers. Yeah. Let's move on to yeah. another sad topic, but certainly less um, consequential in some ways. Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum broke up. Yeah. Another thing that we kind of knew a little bit about from Blind Gossip. Yeah, Blind Gossip's been writing about this for like two years. Yeah. And then yesterday they had a reveal that showed screenshots of a Facebook Messenger conversation between Channing Tatum and like a random woman. And um, That's tough. I-, I think the first time I really believed the rumors were December 2016. They had some. I'm surprised it lasted this long. It's a real bummer, but is it surprising? Aside from the Blind Gossip stuff, is it surprising? We've been talking a lot about, and this is a a Bill Simmons theory a bit as well, this idea of when, in a Hollywood couple, when the fame dynamic and the success dynamic changes dramatically within a relationship, it is tough for that relationship to continue. Makes a lot of sense. It seems like um, (laughs) incorporation into the Marvel universe is just the kiss of death for your marriage. And Channing Tatum is like in one of these movies, isn't he? I think that he was supposed to be Gambit, but it hasn't ever happened. And oh, I can't I believe I just said Gambit. Like, I know what that I'm is. I'm really impressed, Amanda. Yeah, I Googled Good for it. you. But it does—it's like he has been kind in a—it's been a development for a very long time. I see. Okay. My bad. He's future, future involvement in the superhero world. That Nonetheless, he's got Magic Mike— He's he's also like done some weird prestige stuff that people are like, oh, yeah. cool. Like, they get together and step up. They were two dancers yeah. and they yeah. were great at dancing. And honestly, what a time that was. I saw that in theater. I just very distinctly remember going to see it one day in August in the summer of 2006, like in between my summer job ending, going back to college. <laughs> it was sweaty. It was 68th and Broadway. Went with my best friend, Rachel. And man, did I have a good time. I think we all did. I, and also, I think that's why we're all so invested in it, because Step Up is a classic, and you can feel their love and their connection. Absolutely. I, frankly, you can see it. It's there. It's in the choreography. Dance. What a magical <laughs> art form. Also, it was so exciting that the woman who dated Justin Timberlake after he broke with Britney Spears was going to have a real career. I was yeah. like, oh, she's more than just the, the Britney rebound. Good yeah. for her. It's just a bummer. And then, as you said, he really just became extraordinarily... Both successful with Magic Mike, and he was doing a lot of prestige stuff. He was in a Coen Brothers movie. He's great in Hill Caesar. I was thinking about that this morning. He's in Foxcatcher. Soderbergh movies. He just became—he was definitely a Hollywood poster child for a long time. He got to do 21 Jump Street while also working with Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. That's like the dream for most actors, right? Right. And it's very hard to do as an actor And also universal uh, approval. He— he hosted Kimmel when Kimmel was out, and yeah. like that was fun. He uh, is like just like people like him, I think, in general. Definitely one of the best email entries and the lo- and the leaked Sony oh, email. Yes. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Great, great stuff. That was when 21 Jump Street did really well, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. He, everyone wants to like them. I'll be honest. I I do think he seems like he has a much better personality than she does, but maybe I also just don't get to know her personality. Counterpoint. There is an iconic paparazzi photograph of Jenna Dewan Tatum driving around, going about her business in Los Angeles with a full sheet mask on while driving. Yeah, yeah. I really have to say that made me like her a lot. (laughs) It's really the only evidence I have, but it's very strong evidence in my opinion. This week, the day before the news came out about their divorce, there Mm -hmm. was a photo of her going to yoga and she'd gotten out of her Tesla and forgotten to close the door. Like she started like walking away from her car. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I was like, oh, we should have known it was coming. She was distracted. Shouldn't get all our shit together. Counterpoint. So, you know the cars that have the button that you press to start them? Uh-huh. I don't have one of those. Me neither. But my husband does, and sometimes I borrow that car, and I've left the car actually running, <laughs> like, more than once, just because I forget to turn it off. And that's not because of any strife. It's just, like, cars are hard now. And I feel like the Tesla has one of those buttons. Oh, absolutely. So you don't really know what's happening, absolutely. you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I just, I think okay. cars are cars are hard. Okay, fair. I agree. My I also, take. Also, hate cars. I'm yeah. just like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, don't get me an expensive one. It'll be a waste on me. Um, but it's a bummer. People are sad about this one. I think I'd be more sad if I was shocked. Should we talk a little bit about the type of announcement that they? Yes, the um, the purple to yellow ombre announcement. Yeah, the cut did some serious work into looking into what app they used. They hypothesized perhaps it was Photoshop. I think it was probably custom made by someone's assistant. That's my guess. Do you have any thoughts on the font choice? I like it. It's a long message, and they chose a serif font, which is what you should do for something that's long, and you have to read a lot. However, I would not have sent or justified it. That's a a hard go to the left, you know? (laughs) That's too much text for centering. Even on Instagram? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, Also, I would have put some spaces in between the Chan, Ampersand, and Jenna. I mean, after all, you're breaking up. It's not a time for a one-word dual name. Sure. Yeah. Um, I also just thought it was lengthy. I don't know. It just seems like this is something that like he wrote like in the bathtub, and she was like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. She's hey, like, world. So dot dot dot. That's like, yeah. That's like from the mind of a child. It's definitely unedited. Definitely. Unedited. I. They, you know, I appreciated. You can tell that he wrote alternative facts and then the winking face, which yeah. is a real thing that happened. I do really like him. I just have to say. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so I hope they both find happiness. It's just a bummer. Like that was like I thought. I thought that was a relationship that we were gonna be able to believe in when it first came together. But ever since then, I don't know. It's just a. It's a bummer. We'll always have ha- step up. I hate breakups. Yeah. Will it be hard for you to watch step up often on cable? Do you even? Pe- I feel like there's a lot of people out there who just don't get to be- the benefit of the cable movie anymore. But it's yeah. one of my favorite phenomenons. Saturday. Two o'clock. Oh, what's on TBS? What's on TNT? What's on USA? Oh, step up. Sure, why not? I think I'll be fine. I'm going to have a hard time with it. Okay. I just love that movie. It's such, you know, I love the whole franchise. Yeah. I think Tyler you can still love Gage. it. I think they'll still love it. I think they're giving permission for you to still love it. Okay. When you're ready. Thank you. Okay. Thanks to them. Okay. Um, let's talk about our sponsors and then we'll be right back. There are times when we all really need an energy boost. And in those times, when I'm feeling like I need it, I turn to Fordo Organic Coffee Shots. Fordo comes in two-ounce shots that look like tiny coffee cups. Just pop off the top and drink for a super quick, clean energy boost. And because they're made of only organic, natural Colombian coffee, they don't give you any jitters or make you crash. 
there are both 100 milligram and 200 milligram energy flavors, which are equal to drinking one and two large cups of coffee, respectively. There's something for every energy level. Sometimes before I have to do a podcast and I really want to get pumped up, I go for Fordo. I like the vanilla latte flavor, but there's so many for you to choose from. You can go for the Hershey's chocolate. There's an espresso flavor. There's there's plenty. So here's the best part. You can buy Fordo organic coffee shots right now with a huge savings. You can get 30% off using the promo code JAM, J-A-M, at Fordo, F-O-R-T-O, coffee.com. You heard me right. That's 30% off only for our listeners. Fordo is normally $15 for six organic coffee shots. But with our code, it's only $10 for six shots. And the shipping is free. So take advantage of this deal now. You'll thank me later. Go to FordoCoffee.com. That's F-O-R-T-O Coffee.com. And use the promo code JAM. And we'd also like to tell you about Hotel Tonight. If you're the type of person who's always looking for a bigger, better deal, then you have to get the Hotel Tonight app. Hotel Tonight partners with awesome hotels to help them sell their unsold rooms, which means you get amazing deals. Their name is Hotel Tonight, but you can actually book in advance. Book next week, tonight, or book next month tonight. All it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps and a swipe. No long, endless lists of a zillion hotel choices. Hotel Tonight only shows you the best deals at the best hotels. It's perfect when you're a planner or if you like to leave things to the very last minute. And with Hotel Tonight's HT Perks program, the more you book, the better deals you get, unlike other loyalty programs where you're trapped into staying at boring chain hotels. If you're looking for a spontaneous weekend getaway, or if there's a hotel that you've always wanted to stay at, or if you just don't feel like making the bed tomorrow, Hotel Tonight is the app for you. So start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels and download the Hotel Tonight app now. Let's move on to, to lighter topics and some happier ones. Yes. New relationship alert. Mm-hmm. It's a best friendship, seemingly. <laughs> it's happen, happening down under. And boy, am I excited about it. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth and Elsa Pataki and Matt Damon and Luciana Barossa seem yeah. to be embarking on a new beautiful life together. So there were rumors a few months ago that Matt Damon was just moving to Australia. That wasn't a few months ago, man. That was a few weeks ago. Was it really? It's yes. been a long... Been it, a long fucking... March it was, was a, long. It was a long Q1. How about that? Oh, the longest. And so... So a few weeks ago, there were rumors that Matt Damon was moving to Australia to escape Donald Trump. And also, this was not stated, but I suspect his sort of disastrous 2017. Yes, I I was suspecting that as well. Sure. Yeah. So, and I think they kind of, his rep denied it or, I don't know, it it was kind of like a The Sun rumor. But anyway, fast forward to Easter, where... Probably the most extensive paparazzi photographs of Matt Damon and family that we've gotten ever. in years or yeah. ever. And it's Matt Damon and co. on the beach in Australia with Chris Hemsworth's whole family. Yes, at Byron Bay, which looks lovely. It seems great. I looked it up. It's on the uh, eastern coast of okay. Australia. Great. And they had a blues or a country music festival over the weekend oh my God. that Matt and wife and Chris and wife and friends all went to. Yeah. Um. They look like they're having a really good time. Like, they just look like they're on, like, the world's best vacation. Is this what it's like to be super famous? I My response was, is this what it's like to live in Australia? Because maybe I'll move, too. Seems great. 
Yeah. Seems like everyone's Me having too. a nice time. Me too. I was like, should I move? Yeah. I was like, this sounds good. Seems carefree. Yes. Seems like no one's wearing shoes and at the beach. Well, sounds great. That's because Luciana was walking around without shoes. Yeah. It was pretty insane. They were all walking around yeah. without shoes. I know. And like, I love a, like a, like a laid back coastal town. Yeah. Like, not, like, that's one of the things I love about Cape Cod. It's like very laid back. Mm-hmm. They have to write on the door, no mm-hmm. shirt, no shoes, no service. You know, right. if that's your vibe, I'm interested. Yeah. Like, uh, that sounds phenomenal. Do we know how they met or, like, how they were connected? Um, they've been friends for quite a while, I okay. believe. And then, is it Matt Damon and Thor? Ah, uh, yes. He the, makes that cameo, the cameo in the play. cameo Thor, wow. Or Thor yeah. 2. I, I saw Thor 2. Thor Ragnarok, which I believe three. is Thor Sorry. 3. Yes, you're right. Thor yeah, Ragnarok. Wow. That's the second Marvel reference on this podcast. <laughs> which I'm so upset. Is Never again. Not our brand. <laughs> um, they, they've been friends for a while. I think they met in 2013. I was reading it the other day. That's a very specific. <laughs> I think they met. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just really like it. Also, oh, their wives got matching tattoos. They each got three dots on their pinky. I don't okay. know. I don't know what that means. It's a very slight tattoo, so I, uh, okay. whatever. I, I I don't know. I'm just all I can really think about here is that the biggest loser is Ben Affleck. I was also thinking about that. <laughs> it, it is. It's an interesting time to abandon your longtime best friend. Yeah, for Australia, even though Australia looks great. I know, and like maybe I would do it too. But it just seems really harsh. And like they were seen together last summer in Monaco. Like these are these are like. Vacation pals. And I would say, even if they're not like your person who you talk to every day, vacation pals means a lot because there's no better way to ruin a relationship than going on a trip with someone. That's extremely true. So, like, if you can vacation together and I don't know, I just, this is big. Matt and Chris, it's on. It really changes a lot of dynamics. It changes the Matt and Ben dynamic. It frankly kind of changes my opinions and Chris Wars a little. Interesting. How and, so? Well, I just have to say, I, Chris Hemsworth was always kind of my secret, my dark horse. Mm-hmm. I really, he is very funny and very charming. He's great in Ghostbusters and obviously pretty handsome. And so I kind of have I've definitely had him above Pratt. And for a while, I've had him above Chris Evans in my personal rankings. Chris Pine is number one forever. But I'm, I'm, I've been on the Chris Hemsworth train for a long time. He was my number one. Really? Yeah. You love a Hemsworth. I love a Hemsworth. That's kind of what it is. I just you love, love a Hemsworth. Hemsworth. <laughs> I'm like kind of less naturally attuned to the Hemsworth vibe, but they just seem really fun. If people want to move literally across the world to go to the beach with them, that indicates to me that it's something I should investigate, you know? Yeah, I know. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I just think Hemsworth seems like he's got a really good sense of humor. Sure. He seems like a family man. Sure. He seems most comfortable in board shorts and a tank top at the beach. But, like, not cool board shorts, like functional ones for going in the water. Yeah. Like, I'm from Australia, I wear board shorts. Right, Not yes. like, I'm from, like, you know, the Northeast and, like, suddenly discovered California and the brand Hurley. And, like, right. and like walk down yes. the streets yes. of Venice all yes. the time. Yes. Fuck that. Right. So. I think, in general, I'm anti-board shorts. I think this the, there were two lessons from the Ben Affleck uh, tattoo photo shoot. Sure. Number one was don't get a giant phoenix tattoo uh-huh. or a phoenix on, like, a bicycle tattoo or whatever the hell it is. And number two is let's rethink board shorts. But I'm willing to make an exception for Chris Hemsworth in his Australia vibe. Yeah, like it's very specific to him. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I, I agree. I'm not yeah. generally on board with board shorts. Yeah, but oh, nice. I, good I, one. I'm just. <laughs> <thank you. laughs> but 
He just really makes him makes him look good. I don't know. I also thought that I was Team Liam, but I'm definitely Team Chris. Like if we're choosing brothers, well, I'm Luke first. Of I was all. gonna say, what about Luke? Luke that was Luke ice is, cold. Luke is my favorite Hemsworth, but of the more famous Hemsworths, I go Chris over Liam. I think we need to get you a hat that says Luke is my favorite Hemsworth. <laughs> that in many ways encapsulates like, that- your approach to. Celebrity. Many things. Yeah, I would say. Do you think there's anyone else in the world who's like, Luke's my favorite Hemsworth and is like very, like talks about it a lot? I think you're going to hear from a lot of them on Instagram. I hope so. Please at Juliet on Instagram <laughs> with your Luke Hemsworth <laughs> fan page or fan channel. I'm, that's why I'm looking forward to Westworld. I'm yeah. like, yes, Luke okay. back. All right. Yeah. Anyway, this is a new friendship just to be aware of. Jam session Australia. What do you think? I'd love to go. Okay. That's great. I would love to go. I would need some serious drugs beforehand, at least a drug plan of how it's going to get there without losing my mind on the plane. It does seem like a long fight. Yeah. Okay. It's really long. We'll investigate it. Um, moving on. Yeah. This is another breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, seemingly confirmed. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss. They've been on the outs for a while. And the first piece of inform- first sign was that when Taylor released the horrific video for Look What You Made Me Do, mm-hmm. she wore a shirt with the name of, like, all her squad members. And Carly's name was not on it. Yeah. And then we all moved on and forgot about Taylor Swift because his record sucked. And then it really did. And then she released a video ripping off another video. So we talked about her again for a minute. And now <laughs> here we are here in the beginning of Q2. And we're discussing her because Carly Kloss gave a magazine to Porter magazine, mm-hmm. which I find to be deceptive because it's like the print um, mm-hmm. extension of the website, Net-A-Porte. Mm-hmm. And so like, it should be Porte magazine. But do people say Porter or Porte? I'm not sure it's British, so there's that thrown oh. into the mix. I think it could be said a lot of different ways. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Porsche. Okay, which means to, to wear to sports. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she's asked about like her best friends, and she's like, I know I have this group of women who I can always rely on, and then she lists like four other famous supermodels. It's mm-hmm. like Jordan Dunn, um, Lily Aldridge, um, Tony Garn, and one other one who I can't remember, and no Taylor Swift. I just want to note that I've developed an eye twitch since we started talking about yes, Taylor Swift. Yes, you look physically uncomfortable. I, honestly, just my eye started twitching. <laughs> it's okay, Amanda. We won't dwell on it. I just want. I just felt we no, needed to mention it. No, it's interesting. I, here's what I'm going to ask you. Okay. There have been, cons- not conspiracy, there have been rumors, shippers. There is a group of people that believe that Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift were, were there are a group of people who believe that Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift were a romantic entity. Yes, there are. Where are you on that? I love conspiracy theories. Sure. I, I, I bend towards them, and yeah. I, ten, I tend to give all of them a chance. Yeah. I don't believe that one. I think it would just be too hard to conceal at this point. If it were true, we would know. I also think that um, I don't know why Carly Kloss would have a longtime boy- boyfriend if that she's kept like pretty quiet. If that were the case. Who is it, Kushner? Yeah. yeah she's I think it's Josh probably Kushner. keeping him around is not I don't improving her career. Also, like, I might say he's like um like rich mm-hmm. and like just like quietly so. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think he's like a fame whore. So I don't know why he would just like date her for like the fame that he's not actually getting. That's a good point. So I don't believe it because I don't I, I actually believe in that relationship. What okay. do you think? I agree with you. I, I I mean, people keep all sorts of secrets, so I guess we might never know. But I, do, I think that the the Kushner of it all makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's like, it definitely seems possible, but I also just don't, I don't know who Taylor Swift is. Like, I don't know which, not to get too meta. Yeah. But like, I don't know which Taylor is the real one at this point. I wonder if she does. 
Yeah, so it's it's like hard to say because um I just don't know who she is. Yeah. I mean, I think honestly, maybe the problem with the last album is that she does not know who she has, is either. Yeah. And is playing to all the different ideas. And she's clearly reading a lot about herself in the press yeah. and playing to the various rumors. And, I, you know, she's had a lot of success with that in the past. That is, in fact, how she became such a giant pop star. But I think she's a bit lost in it. Yeah. I, and the Taylor Swift narrative, at least the one that I have in mm-hmm. my head. Things changed for her when she came out with We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together because that was her first song with Dr. Luke. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, with Max Martin. And um, that was a really big departure for her. It was a, it was the lead single was a pop song and mm-hmm. she was not like the main writer on it. She was a co-writer with like the biggest songwriter in the history of pop music probably. Yes. So at that point, I think things just got really murky and like became a lot, lot, a lot less, like, became much more difficult to defend her if you were a pro Taylor. Do you think that this is... Just a friend falling out? Do you think that it's kind of a business strategy? I think don't it's a friend to... falling out. Okay. I don't know. The slights are petty, too. Like when Kate, when uh, Carly Kloss posted an Instagram that said swish swish, like choosing yeah. using the Katy Perry lyrics. Yeah. Like, it just all seems like a little bit What happened then? I don't know. I don't know if we'll have, I, we need to get some insiders. I don't know how we'd find out otherwise. It's not really seem like something they want to adjudicate in the press. Yeah, that's what I would say. It just seems like it it, it would be more managed than this, um, mm-hmm. unless they're managing the feud together in order to fuel whatever. I'm not sure. It's a weird one. Before we get to our reveal, we need to mm-hmm. address one thing that, mm-hmm. that we had discussed but forgot to mention up top. Incredible photos of John Legend on the streets of New York this week. <laughs> John Legend starred in Jesus Christ Superstar yes. on Sunday, yes. which I haven't watched yet, but I plan to. I heard it was great. Rob Harvilla wrote a piece about it on The Ringer. Yes. Really enjoyed it. I yeah. think specifically enjoyed the John Legend of it all. I have always liked John Legend very, very much. Mm-hmm. I went to the college dropout tour, the Kanye West one, mm-hmm. when I was a senior in high school. And it was like a very, like, it was like a, you know, just a very um, paired back show. It was a rapper on stage with his piano accompaniment, accompaniment mm-hmm. and it was John Legend. Amazing. Yeah. It was, and it was awesome. He has such a great voice. And I like his music. I don't care if people consider him a sellout. Also, I love him and Chrissy Teigen. I was about to say, he and Chrissy Teigen are very good at being a celebrity power couple. They're really good at it. And also, he seems like he—they they both um, are fairly candid, but also make make career choices deliberately, which yes. I think is a great combination. They're very savvy. Yeah. They're very good at performing the art of celebrity yes. in a, like, a likable way. I just feel like we're all on this journey together, and we all know what we want from each other. That'll be a heartbreaker if they yeah. break up. I agree. Oh, that would be awful. I have a hard time seeing that last forever, but hopefully it will. Um, including being a good celebrity was when he walked out on the street wearing a silk animal print robe, no shoes, and seemingly no pants with a shirt underneath it to, like, wish them say goodbye to Luna, their daughter, and Christy as they were, like, mm-hmm. getting into a car. Yeah. It looked like he was, like, somewhere in the village outside of the outside of some brownstones. Um, and it was incredible. It was just, like, I, I don't know. He just was treating the streets of New York like his own front yard. Amazing confidence, and I just also, as a person who really enjoys bathrobes, I really covet the robe. Great robe. He looked incredible. A-plus robe. I just loved it. I was just like, what a flex. Like, it's really hard to get good reviews on those Mm -hmm. um, musicals, and he did it. Yep. And then wore that robe. It's great. I loved it. Congrats to them. Absolutely loved it. So we've been talking all about couples, friend couples, romantic couples. Oh, this is it. The big moment. Okay. I have a new ent- a new new pair who I'm inducting into my personal um, celebrity couple hall of fame. Oh, this is exciting! 
I just think they don't get enough credit. Okay. Nearly enough coverage. Okay. And they're so incredibly weird that it just, like, I could scrutinize it forever. Okay. I don't think you're ever going to be able to guess who it is. So I'm just going to tell you. I'm just nervous that I'm not going to know who you're talking yes, about. Yes, you, you definitely will. Okay. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about couples that I think are going to get divorced like, in the okay. wake of Janet yeah. Tatum and Jenna Duan. And I was just thinking, like, damn, you know who's never going to get divorced? Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet because he fucking loves her. Yeah. And, and when he talks about her— He's just, like, so passionate about how he saw her across the room and, like, just knew that she needed to be his wife and now they have kids together. And I just absolutely love it. It's two oddballs who I hope, you know, found each other. Yeah. There's been a lot of discussion kind of among the ringer of, like, should we have seen this coming with Channa and um, with Channing and Jenna? Channa is, I guess. Channa is good. Channa. And... Some people cited the whole performative nature of their, like, performative public nature of their relationship as suspicious. Mm -hmm. And I actually am not sure that I find that suspicious. I kind of think if you are out in public just talking about how much you love your spouse, yeah, it's really, really hard to sell that consistently if you don't mean it. Sure. Oh, absolutely. And so I, he, the fact that he really loves her, that that to me is a good indication. Yeah, it's, I think the problem is when you start getting the like marriage is hard interviews in sure. public, or like Ben Affleck's on stage accepting an Oscar, being like, "It's work." It's true. So I, I think Outlook good, Juliet. I really, really hope so. <laughs> they just are so ridiculous. The other couple that I realized that I really like that I've never really thought about before. Yeah, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. Also, really big fans of each other, except yes. for when she makes out with Alexander Skarsgård. But, but the in, fact yeah. that he's so bothered by it is a great sign. It's great. Yeah. They, I don't know. I just, I feel like on this, on her award show, Gauntlet, he was a great plus one. Mm-hmm. They're fairly quiet about their relationship. Like, they're mm-hmm. just sort of, like, so famous mm-hmm. that it kind of just, like, goes without saying in some yeah. way. I, I don't know. They're also famous across continents. I, I just think they're, they're, they both, like, clear. They also seem weird. I like it when the weird people find each other. That's, I guess, what I'm saying. Yeah. I think I, I like them as well. I, Nicole Kidman is always just going to be a mystery to me until me I get her memoir. Me too. Because of who she was married to before Keith Urban. And also the weird stuff with her kids, the Tom Cruise. Yeah, I just am going to need to have some questions answered. I wish her well. I like her. I think she's a great actress. But I I don't feel like I have a handle on what's going on there. I've never found her beautiful or sexy. So I'm confused by why so many men love her. I think that's fine. I think (laughs) there are different types of beauty for different people. You're right. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Hotel Tonight. Thank you to Fordo Coffee. And don't forget to check out the Ringer merch store. Theringer.com slash shop. You can buy hats t-shirts we've got plenty for you to choose from so check it out theringer.com slash shop and get your order in you'll look cool on the streets thanks again for listening we'll be back in two weeks 